0: An absolute fucking bagger of a week. Starting from my new job to doing the podcast to absolutely fucking killing it this week. Alright, so we're going to get into it. Fantasy best deals. Chris Cloutier, wrong. Dylan Ward, right. Connor Farrell, can't remember. Zed Williams, correct. Worst deals. Matt Kavanaugh, right. Zan Dixon, right. Matt DeLuca, right. Sean Scannone, I'm not going to say wrong, but I'm not going to say right either. We had the best cost per players. That was Jack Hanna. I started him this week. He was third most points for the week with 60, it was only a cost of two. He was still listed as out until the last minute and came back in. Petey Lasala actually ended up doing pretty well. I think he put up like, I don't know, 20-something points at the the most. Um, Cost per point was 11.4. He actually had a pretty good day. I mean, he ended up playing the Water Dogs, and they just had Eli Gobert taking the faceoffs. They just decided we're just, they're they're just we're not going to start a faceoff specialist anymore, and uh, they keep winning games. So God bless them. Jake Pulver uh, really didn't do a lot. I think he only put up ten points, but he only cost two, so that was one of the best costs per point. And then Chet Comizio had a bit of a better day, but still like nothing too crazy, and his cost really wasn't anything. Uh, outstanding, or uh, whatever that word is. And then on the other side, we have the top scorers, so this is a little bit more exciting. Uh, we'll start from bottom to top. Mac O'Keefe continues to fucking destroy, especially with um, yeah, he had more goals than the Redwoods did, so fucking shout out to him. He owed almost half the goals that the fucking uh, Atlas had, so, I mean, that the Archers had. So without Grant, amen. In the lineup, he's just been an absolute fucking stud. It's him, Matt Moore, and... Uh, geez, who else is down there? I'm blanking right now. It's... Uh, and Connor Fields. There you go. And then, like I said, Jack Hanna, 60, was third most this week. Him coming back, especially with Connor Kelly still out, was just an easy plug-and-play. Uh, two Uh goals, five assists for him. Kieran McArdle was the other half of that. And just a fucking stud of a day uh forget what his stat line is but he was kind of struggling you know he started off really good or pretty good you know thirty some points and then down and then down and then up week uh pretty average for everybody and then we kind of wanted to see not average but they all averaged the same at least that they were all somewhere in the mid to high 30s and then this was the week where it was like all right like kieran mccann finally took the step and let's see uh See if you can keep it up, and then Zed Williams. I fucking can't believe I took him out of my fucking fantasy lineup. So I ended up going with Dylan Ward and uh, Jack Hanna and King Jesse King, and all three were either extremely cheap or no more than twenty. I mean, two of them were two, and then Dylan Ward was like sixteen. So I was like, I don't right, fuck like I'm gonna use that money on. Uh... And I finally bet on a fucking Redwood and bit me in the ass. With Ryder Garnsey, although he had one goal, but compared to Zed Williams with, like, fucking five goals, two assists, I mean, he was just an absolute dog. Matt Rambo did play, but he did leave early, so that's really the biggest thing that happened there. Some interesting starting lineups here, so, chaos defense, pretty standard, their midfield, pretty standard, but their attack had Josh Byrne, Meniscus, and Kurtz, so... Weird to see that neither Cloutier or uh, Frazier are starting down there anymore. The Atlas midfield continued to let down, like I always fucking said. Um, they proved me wrong last week, but they proved me right this week in terms of their inconsistency. And just like, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, their midfield is obviously like, I mean, it's talented. They have talent there, but their attack is fucking unbelievable. But they just can't seem to cover the fucking spread. Uh, the Cannons have been pretty steady, I think, across the entire thing. They're LSM, they just have a ton of LSM's that they can use. So that's kind of the one thing that's hard to get a, get a grip on right now. And then the Chrome offense has just been abysmal. I mean, between – I mean, Jesse King coming back, not really doing anything. Sam Hanley finally had a half-decent game. Uh uh, just, like, ever since Dylan Molloy came back, it's just, like, I don't know if they don't know what to do with them, what the fuck it is. But Jackson Morrill has begun to uh, to cool off. And even with Connor Farrell, like, they just can't seem to utilize uh, those possessions in the right way. And another team that's not using a fucking face specialist in the Cannons, you know, won again this week and shown that, you know, you don't really need one to win. While the Redwoods are playing against uh, – I actually I don't I don't really know we'll we'll look into this once I start going through more stats but yeah it was the the interesting matchup was TD Ireland against Sisselberger um, yeah the Redwoods have been pretty consistent I think overall this year in terms of their uh, their lineup I think the biggest it's just the midfield the midfield fucking sucks and I think that a third I mean Westberg's not I'm I'm not complaining about having Westberg on my team complaining about the fucking midfield but I think a, a nice third. Would be bad, but I don't know. You have Rob Pennell, you have Garnsey. They're both going to want the ball at some point. You know, Garnsey's going to want to create for himself, and Pennell's going to want to run the offense from the behind the cage. So you're going to have you're going to have guys who want the ball. So it's kind of nice to have Westberg as like a you know he's he's not looking like he wants everything. You know, he he can kind of just come in and do do the thing. The Archers have been interesting. I didn't know that uh, Challen Rogers was starting. Stonerbrook Brook guy. Shout out. Shout um, LSM2. They've got two usable LSM's, which is nice to see. And then, obviously, with Amen out, more has been playing. So, I think that's kind of like that plug in place. Water Dogs. It's been Mazone, Burns, and Go Bretch. I don't really understand how they're using. I mean, I'm also just a fucking idiot. I'm not really watching the games as in-depth as I probably should be. I'm doing more of the stats, but... Uh, I don't understand how Gobrecht is playing defense and also taking faceoffs. Uh, I, I also, he's not winning any faceoffs, so I don't understand why you even put him out there. Why not just use Zach Courier as your faceoff guy? But I don't know, maybe he's got an injury that he's dealing with, or they don't want to put him in that I don't know, whatever it is. But Jack Hanna came back. Jake Carraway pumping up to um, midfield. He's listed as an attackman, but it seems like they're really going with that Walker, Sowers, McArdle trio. And again, like. No uh no face-off specialists for them. Against the whip snakes, yeah, who ended up with a face-off specialist. Uh their defense has been steady, goaltending has been steady. Oh, an interesting oh, okay, so we'll go back to finish the whip snakes first. Um Chanachuk Khan has been seems like you know the stud, like Dordovek and Chanachuk both been fucking studs. And then Khan has been the third. And then LSM here, they've said that they started uh, Matt Rahill. Just interesting. Uh, it went from Earnhardt to Squires to, to Hill, so I don't know what the fuck's going on over there. And then obviously Rambo came out, and I think I think they put a Myers uh, or Reed, one of those two, it ended up coming in for him. And then yeah, it was just the fucking Zeddy ball game. Game going into some of the matchups here. So we started off with the Atlas. And chaos. So at least I'm starting off with the Atlas and chaos. So I predicted the over, which I hit, and I went Atlas against the spread minus 1.5, and that was wrong. They haven't covered the spread once this season, not once. Let's just take. Let's take a look at some. So the Archers are four and one against the spread. They went over three of five times. The Atlas 0 oh and five against the spread. 0 oh and five against the spread over four of five times. Chaos are 3 and 2 against the spread, over 3 of 5 times. Chrome are 1 and 4. They've been 0 and 4 in their last 4 against the spread. And their over-under has been under 3 of the 5 times. And then you have your cannons who have been fucking awesome. Because they're uh, 4 or 5, the last 4 they have covered. And they have been over up until this last game. The Redwoods have been kind of wishy-washy. They've covered three of five. They're uh lately they've been all over the place and they're over- unders very inconsistent as well, but they've been under in the last two. The Water Dogs have been on a bit of a streak of mostly over and covering the spread the last three weeks. And uh but they were under and did not cover the first two. The first two they looked like a different fucking team, and now they look like they finally have it all together. And then the whip snakes, same thing, kind of just all over the place uh, against the spread, and they are mostly an over team though. But in terms of me, you know, I got that right, no big deal. Hey, you think for their team, their cost per point guy um, Gray ended up being a co- uh, point per cost, and uh, Camizio was obviously your guy. He had fourteen points, and uh, Porter who ended up playing, and he was like, oh, this is what I wanted to get to before. They didn't even list, like, who was going to start. Like, no one fucking knew until it happened. So they ended up finally benching Concan and put in Porter. He was fucking electric in social media. If you just type in his name or look anywhere on uh, lacrosse Twitter, you'll find him, and it's fucking awesome to see. Teet with, like, another kind of down week. I was just sitting in the 20s, but long grade, doing a great job. Uh, defense, really nothing to look at. And then the midfield proving me right. Dennis, one point. Curry, zero points. Caspiel eight points. Gutterding, zero points. Uh, Yeah, so just kind of proving me right, which I love to see. And then we have the chaos on the other side. So, Meniscus ended up being a fucking hell of a play. Uh, 47 points, which was wild. And then Byrne with 35. Cloutier with zero. Frazier with zero. I don't even know if if they listed as you know, game played so who fucking knows. Defense was nothing and then Matt Rowlett was fucking negative thirteen point four. Max Adler was negative zero point six. So um yeah Trevor Baptiste with thirty nine point four was a hell of a play by me. No big deal. Look we'll at the get to my I'll be humble, we'll wait to get to me at the end. No big deal. Yeah, you had Meniscus who went off, uh, Byrne who went off, Reardon who went off 47, Dane Smith went off 42, Kyle Jackson with solid day, Geddes with solid day, short stick D mid, and uh, Kyle Jackson with a pretty decent day as well. Pretty good cost per point out of Geddes, Dane Smith, Kyle Jackson, and uh, Meniscus. So, yeah, Geddes is definitely a guy who I'm going to start kind of kind of looking more and more towards for uh, for some action. Next, we have Archers and Redwoods. So, did not hit on the over, but I did hit on Archers against the spread. Just kind of had a feeling the uh, Redwoods weren't going to show up like I hope they were. Uh, like I said before, O'Keefe with an absolute fucking day. Amen. Uh, was listed as questionable. Put up 21. I don't really know what they were doing with them. I don't know if they are limiting his reps, uh, again, like I don't really watch the games, I just kinda look at the stats. Uh Fields with nineteen, cost of forty, that was a tough tough play. Uh but then defensively, you know, nothing too bad. Like Jeffrey, McMahon, and Hosick all decent plays. Decent at the best. And uh Dobson also not half bad, but his cost was just too high. Yeah, yeah, better, better place, better plays around here. And then Connors and Robbins, like I said, you know, I don't really know who they're really going with, but both produced. Uh, just overall, you know, if you if you if you picked an Archer's player, there's a decent chance that you were like, all right, like a fuck, right. yeah, yeah. That's that's very much this game was like yeah, on the Archer's side, but on the fucking Redwoods side, except for uh, Schreiber. Schreiber only put up seven. He's cost of forty-five. That fucking blows. Uh, the Redwoods, on the other hand. Pennell with negative six. Berg with six. Garnsey with eight. And then fucking Cohen, negative six. Apple and Glazner both did all right. Apple better than Glazner. TD Erlen, negative 3.2. Well, let's see. How did uh, Sisselberger do? Sisselberger ended up with uh, eight. So, really, I mean, nothing was too impressive in this game. And then, yeah, just. I mean, from the entire midfield, averaged fucking zero points. Literally, literally. Actually, like negative points. They, they averaged negative points. So that just tells you tells you how that went. Next, we'll get into the water, water dogs and the whips. Uh, hit on the over. Hit on the water dogs against the spread. No big deal. Kieran McArdle with the, just the fucking absolute day. And then Caraway, Sowers Walker, 20, 30, 40. So really didn't. Couldn't really be too mad across the board. Their offense has been clicking. Eli Gobretch with a very impressive negative 20.8. Uh, that was fucking nuts. And then you had uh, a guy like Dylan Ward who who ended up with uh, 35, which was a solid play. But his average of uh, 2.1 and mccardo's average of 2.4 was nothing compared to Hannah's uh, 30. So everything on my spreadsheet right now is red except for uh, – for Hannah, just because he is so um, weighted on this one. not No one's even close to his, to his value this week coming back off the injury. Uh, Courier with a bit of a letdown week. Uh Connor Kelly's still out. I know, expect to be out for still a few more weeks. On the other side, we had the Whips. <clears throat> Manny ended up not really playing all too much. I mean, I'm sorry. Rambo ended up not really playing all too much. He had negative two. Myers had negative six. Manny had seven. It's all good because... Zed Williams had 77. Lasala with a pretty decent day, 22.8. How you there? And then, uh, yeah, I don't know what they're doing at fucking LSM man. I mean, swing Squires, Earnhardt, Hill. I don't really know what is going on here. But other than that, you know, midfields with a pretty solid day, 34, 22, and 20 out of Dordivek, Khan, and Channing, respectively. And that was really all you had to see out of this matchup. Then with the last one, we had the chrome versus the cannons, where I hit on the under and I hit on the cannons against the spread. How you doing? What do you want to do? So this one, no one was really crazy in terms of a cost per point. Hanley was definitely the best guy uh, offensively with 34. Skanone ended up with 27. Not a bad play, but everyone else was pretty much invisible, uh, especially the ones that I played. Uh <laughs> On the Cannon side, though, Holman, Nolting, Cav, all worth the play. I mean, Cav, tough because he was 44 uh, price but only put up 29, which I mean, well, not the worst. But like I said, I mean, I, I kind of knew that he wasn't going to do the greatest. And uh, defensively, nothing really too crazy. Curse uh, ended up doing pretty well. It was almost, uh, almost a two in point per cost. I ended up going with Reese. He put up 14.8, but Raul was the guy to go to. He put up almost 30. Donville with 35. Drenner with 20. So pretty solid day overall. Again, out of, uh, out of the cannons, they're pretty hot. So just to take a look at a few, few things. So O'Keefe, uh, Dobson, and Schreiber have been your go-to guys in terms of uh, points on the Archers. Atlas has been T without a doubt. I mean, his 60, 60, 22. Actually, I think I have to, um uh, I might have to, uh, let's, let's take a look at this. Yeah, no, never mind. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta update this. So before I go into all this, I'll, I'll do that as the, uh, as the look in next week. Cause I have to be in front of an actual computer for this, but yeah, I had an absolute fucking day. We'll just take a look at this and then we'll call it an episode. So my fantasy team, how you done? Put up two seventeen. Asher Nolting, Ryder Garnsey, Jack Hannah, Jesse King, Matt Reese, Dylan Moore, Trevor Baptiste. But yeah, for me it was really Hannah, Nolting, Baptiste, Ward were my guys, and then uh, Reese, not too bad. But then Garnsey and Jesse King just didn't really do it for me. But I ended up uh, one hundred sixty two. Of uh seventeen thousand, so what do you wanna do? Fucking no big deal.